we're sticking with this as the intro. You saw me click the button. Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for residents of Kansas City, Missouri. I'm Tyler. I'm Cody. What? Tyler, what do we watch? We watched Alita colon Battle Angel based on the manga Battle Angel Alita. <laughs> These are all facts you didn't know. I uh, learned two seconds ago. Yeah. Here's what you don't understand. You know I go through trivia and then only on special occasions do I make it through the entire list. You, I spent 30 minutes. I read all the trivia on this movie. I made it all the I went all the way in all the way down the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. I've I read some when I first watched the movie many years ago. Mm -hmm. Reading the top like six, I forgot the treasure trove of gems <laughs> yeah. in this trivia. Oh, yeah. You know, not every piece of trivia was was it's all interesting. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like that wasn't the best piece. Everything, even if it's like a bad piece of trivia, it's still good for yeah. this one. Because it's such like. It's such a bizarre set of stuff going on that make this movie happen, you know? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. So, Cody, do you want to try to? Uh, yeah, no, I film? can do it. Oh, OK. I can do it. And can here, watch me. OK. Well, listen to me. Oh, I'll watch. It's it. not a manga. You know, there's no words. Although it could. We could. We could change the podcast <laughs> into a manga. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's just fast on forward to the 26th century in the wasteland that was once Kansas City, Missouri, in which uh, there are cyber. It's a steampunk cyborg future, and there's the the dirty, dirty city ruled by criminal law, and there's rich, rich folks in the tall tie tower, and Christoph Waltz finds a battle angel. <laughs> A cyborg girl, and he just whips her on up back to life, and she learns the world, competes in the rollerball, fights the powers that be. Yeah. Did you know this movie took place in Kansas City, Missouri? That's my question to you. I've known that since about 10 seconds before we started. And I was <laughs> like, like, the bar says Kansas on it. Yeah. And I, I know I clocked it in the movie and then I was reading the trivia. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, that's and like the whole thing in the movie. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it's like layers upon layers upon layers where it's just like. You know, built up over the centuries. Yeah. Well, anyway, Kansas City is where we are. And here's the thing. I think Kansas City may be like the preferred underdog sci-fi city. Oh, yeah. Because sci-fi, it always takes place in L.A., New York, San Francisco, anywhere in Japan. That's Those yeah. are the main hubs. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing more and more movies where it's like, we're in Kansas City. Like Looper was a good example where it's like, oh, they're in Kansas City. And it's in the future. There's a there's a couple. There's a couple of them here or there. What is it? Here's what I think. I think it's because you've got Kansas City, which is so central. There's not like you can do a future thing where the like the oceans have risen or a disaster mm -hmm. war has happened in Kansas City's like everybody, you know, anytime there's been like, you know, all the times World War Three has been seconds from breaking out in our lifetime. You know, the times. Yeah. 
Everybody's like, are you concerned? I'm like, no, because I live in Kansas City. If I lived in New York, I would move. All oh, right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the fact. You know, L.A., New York, they're gone in World War Three. Oh, yeah. They're they're gone. They're not surviving. Now Cody. explain this to me then. How about this, though? Yeah. I'm going to poke a little hole in your in your plot. You ever seen Red Dawn? They were in a small town in the middle of nowhere, and Cuba was like, we're dropping there. No, no. Right? They drop everywhere. Right. They were just dealing with, I think, Cubans. So the thing is, L.A. got invaded by the Russians. got, like, nuked or something. They got mm. taken down by Russia. Mm-hmm. They survived because they were in the small town in the middle of nowhere. They could fight back against the weak Cubans. Or in the later remake, the North Koreans. Here's the thing. The original Red Dawn, you had Russia and Cuba invading. Yeah, the communists, and they linked China, up. And China or something. You had every communist nation invading the U.S. These people were dealing with the Cubans. In the new one, it's just North Korea by itself. Which is a pretty small force to go up against the they U.S., They have a huge no? army, but most of them have sticks. <laughs> All right? They've got like 12 guns. So... <laughs> You know, you ever, here's the thing. You went to BYU, Idaho, which means people have asked you this question all the time. You ever seen Studio C? Yeah. Have you ever seen the one where they're in the grocery store pretending to be the different countries? No. They're all pretending to be different countries. And then they're all like, oh no, it's North Korea. Nobody, everybody, you know, nobody look at them. And then North Korea comes in. Whoever is pretending to be North Korea is like, hey guys. What have I got here in my cart? Is it new? Oh, oh, you want to see? You want to see? You want to see? And then Great Britain and U.S. are just like pretending to not notice him. And they go up and they're like, pay attention to me. (laughs) That's how it is. What? There's this there's this funny comedian. I think he's from I want to say he's from China. Is it Ronnie or Donnie? Chang or Young or he's on the he's a correspondent for the Daily Show, but he does a bit where he's like. I think we knew about the Asian racism because um, when the Middle East were like, or when Russia was like, oh, we've got, we've got nukes. We're like, or no, it was like the Middle East is like, oh, we might have nuclear weapons. We're like, or the, uh, they're like, oh no, we don't have nuclear weapons. They're like, yeah, you do. We've seen them. We're going to go invade your country, whatever. Do the whole thing. Got all the wars going on in the Middle East. Then North Korea is like, not only do we have nukes, but we plan to use them on you to kill Americans. They're like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. So North Korea is fun. I've yeah. heard there's a really great documentary because if you're American, they don't like you, North Korea. They're not going to let you in. But uh, I think other countries can get in. So I think like there's these British people that did a documentary about like what it's like to live in North Korea. And it's supposed yeah. to be Some fascinating. National Geographic. And I think they almost got uh, thrown in jail for the rest of their lives while filming it. So, yeah, sure. I know the one you're talking about. Have I watched it? I kind of want to. Let's do it right now. All Let's right. Do the rest of the podcast. Let's no. just keep it recording. Keep it rolling. Let's pop it on the TV. All right. So that's the that's the plot of Alita. Yeah. But here's the real reason I think Kansas City is the favorite, right? Okay. There's a lot of tech stuff here, but there's not a lot of stuff here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's like random areas of high tech. Like we have... Several companies offering two gigabit Wi-Fi or two gigabit Internet here right. where it's like anywhere else you want to get that somewhere else. You have to go to like 
LA and then it's like a neighborhood has it. Yeah. Yeah, because the Google Google Fiber really did accelerate that for the area. Oh yeah. And there are a few there are a few techie companies. I mean Sprint was here, T Mobile's here now. Cerner here's here. here. Garmin's here. Oh Garmin. They're good company. No. They'll they'll snipe you right out of here. Oh yeah. Don't work Fingers for Garmin crossed. until you have the degree, Cody. Okay. What they do, Cody, is they hire you and they're like, we'll pay you this much. And then you work for them and you don't finish your degree. And then a year later, they're like, we notice you don't have a degree. We're going to have to cut your salary. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Womp womp. So, Battle Angel. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have to ask you. How'd it go? I mean... It's, you know, it's a bad movie, mm. but it's a good movie. Mm. This one mm. is probably one of the more storied movies in uh, in our time together in that I was so excited for it immediately and you were so not excited for it uh-huh. from the first trailer. Well, yeah, you're like James Cameron, Robert Rodriguez. I hate both of those guys. And <laughs> Robert, I mean, Christoph Waltz, hate him. He's the what? worst. No, uh, whatever I'll her name is. I this. hate that. That lady. No, that's Christoph Waltz. Ex- no, uh, something you're getting me all wrong. You're like, I hate all these people and you're I don't me want all it. wrong. Misrepresenting me. Oh, look, I see the movie. I see it's all CG. I'm a little less interested. I see Jim Cameron's name. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hate this. I see Robert Rodriguez's name. I'm like, this is not for me. By the end of the trailer, you were sold. You already pre-bought your ticket, you know? Yeah, and then I didn't go. I bought six or seven tickets to go see this movie, and I saw it on the very last showing it ever had in theaters. I, I loved the cast. I thought it was very well cast. I... I like Jennifer Connelly. I love Christoph Waltz. Mahershala Ali is my my man. You know this. The Hirsch and I, we go way back. Yeah. Anyway, I did not like this movie at all. Um, yeah. How do you spell Mahershala? M A H E R S H A L. You're saying letters, hey. and I got it to be honest with you. I've I've taken none. Oh, okay. This. So I mean, like, what are we just getting? We're just gonna. We're just gonna dive right into it, or do you have I, more thoughts? We do better you have more thoughts. You we better. It. We better. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. You know, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Is it though? Yeah, it's fine. Things I do for you. Yeah. Mostly just watch James Cameron movies. How many other James Cameron movies have we watched? Aliens. You liked that one. Oh, it's a great movie. It's his best movie, probably. How dare you? He made 18 Avatar movies. <laughs> Apparently, get into people that. are super excited for that. They did a trailer for it recently. Did you watch it? Mm-mm. Me neither. <laughs> People were really excited about it. It's I, been over 10 years. It's the most ridiculous deal I think Hollywood's ever done. I'm, anyway, we'll get, you know, that's for another time, Cody. All right. 
How about my unicycle? My future unicycle. <laughs> I forgot the motorcycles are just unicycles in the future. Oh, only oh, some of them. Though. I loved it. it only so, some? Only some? So great. How about this unicycle? You get on the back, then I'll get on second, and then we will <laughs> that ride. crazy. I was like, who gets... And that's not how motorcycles work. We'll just ride into the sunset together and leave Kansas City, Missouri and head towards Spoilerton. Mm. All right. First thing this movie did right, 26th century. I know that's not James Cameron's doing. Sorry, Jim. I know that's not Jim's doing. I know it's not Bobby Rodriguez is doing um, because it's just based on a on a manga. So good job, manga writer. But when you're going to set something in the future, you got to go in deep so you don't look dumb in 20 years when the that time frame is come and gone and we're nowhere close to your vision of the future. Yeah. All right. So you slap that thing 500 years in the future. We're good to go. Now we're working with some material. The fall, this movie, the timeline's all messed up because they talk about the fall, which I can only assume is the fall of Adam and Eve. And it's been 500 years since then. And yeah. here we are with race future cars and that's not fall of adam neve was at least what a few thousand years ago so their timeline is messed up so i take it all back they were wrong about the 26th century okay that's what you don't understand here's my thing i thought this was a bold choice of uh having the you know classic being the fall is actually a war between the Erm, United Republics of Mars, mm-hmm. and Earth, mm-hmm. which is classic sci-fi. Yeah, Mars versus Earth. Mars v Earth. Mars is always the very Basically militaristic. No other planets. Yeah, they're the very militaristic society. Earth is the good guys, but then maybe they're not like a good guy. And uh, yeah, so they always have that going. Uh, bold of them to assume that that's get, we're going to have reached that point in like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Timeline's all messed up. Look, if Elon Musk had his way, we'd be going to war against Venus in a hundred years. Okay. <laughs> He'd be like, Mars already has a society. <laughs> I mean, isn't that why he wants to colonize Mars to gang up on Venus? Yeah. Isn't that the plan? That's the long game. Oh, yeah. It's like Titan, which is a movie that. I want to make you watch, but I don't want to make you watch it because I don't think you'll like it. Let me pitch this to you, Cody. Let me tell you, it's a movie about transforming astronauts to go to Titan and it stars Sam Worthington mm? from Avatar. Mm-mm. He doesn't mm. speak much in it, though. No. He's mostly just there with much better actors. It's not his voice him. that's the problem. It's his voice and his face. So if his oh, face is there. What if I told you his face also changes? What do you mean? Talking CG? We're talking helmets? What are we talking? I would say you'll have to watch the movie to find out. Except for they show. The whole thing is they end up transforming them into like weird An avatar. alien people. Basically, yes. The Navi. They look <laughs> almost exactly like the Navi from Avatar. Right, that's cool. Um, when did this movie come out? Oh, 2017, 2018. Oh, so well after Avatar. It is very, yeah. It's very, it's good in ways, it's bad in others. I think you would actually like it. I think you would prefer it if it was more indie. 
Like it hits that space that's too in between an indie movie and a big budget movie mm-hmm. where they put too much production into it for what it was. You know what I mean? But not enough to push it into the big budget movie. Yeah. Because it's a Netflix movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So basically what I'm saying is that's the next Cody's Corner movie. <laughs> Oh, Sam Worthington. Of course, Sam Worthington. You love him. He's your favorite actor. We all know him from the thing you just said. All right. So we're in the future. Yeah. Christoph Waltz is out here in a leather trench coat. And I think I have some my next big purchase. There's a lot of leather. I'm going to go to Wilson's Leather or whatever. Yeah. It's that leather store in outlet malls. I'm going to go. I'm going to demand a leather trench coat so I can go snooping around the scrapyard. I'm into it. Can I, here's the thing, Cody. I was trying to look something up for, you know, the anchor point of this whole all, you know, all of Tyler's trash, which is Dracula untold. <laughs> I typed a D into Google uh-huh. and it autofilled Dracula untold. And I'm like, <laughs> You know what I'm about, Google. <laughs> Stop. Continue. Um, goodness. Uh, so amazing trench coat. I was trying to figure out who his nurse and it's like Gerhardt, I think Nurse Gerhardt or something. <laughs> Did they ever say her name? Oh, I'm pretty sure her name is Gerhardt. Nurse Gerhardt. I'm trying to figure out who she was. She looks so familiar. She's in nothing I've seen. Here's what she's in. All the soap operas, all the law and orders. Maybe like one thing I may have seen once. So no idea who she is. She's just there. She has like one line in the movie and she was everywhere. And it's driving me crazy. I'm like, get her out of here or give her some lines. Well, here's my question. She is you. everywhere. Do you think you know nothing about her? Do you think she had more lines? And like this was her shot, you know, to like break out, to move past that. I don't know, man. And they were like, none of these are good. <laughs> So they just cut all of her speaking. It's not like the dialogue in this movie was super dialed in or anything. Yeah, but if one person just had good actors, what would she have even said? You know what? I don't know. Well, I could see her having some scenes with like Alita. Where she's like, right. Explaining to her what life is like to be a woman in Kansas City, Missouri in the 26th century. Okay, here's another question. Mm-hmm. In a hundred years, all the major cities of the U.S., at least probably of the world, have transformed into magic floating cities. Yeah. You've got New York, L.A., Kansas City. Can't do that. That's too many words. Slalom. Uh-huh. What? I don't know. I don't know. I had an issue with this movie as far as the naming of things. Whenever someone builds their world, they got to come up with their terms for things. And I understand that well enough. I don't know if I should blame the translation thing or what, but there was the biggest one for me. My biggest issue with the way things were named was that they called bounty hunters hunter warriors. I kind of like that. I hated I was like, look, (laughs) they should be hunters. They should be warriors. They should be bounty hunters. Pick one of those. You can't call them hunter warriors. I hated it so much. It's like, where hunter makes sense. They're bounty hunting. Warrior, I guess, makes sense. They fight things. But why 
It was driving me crazy. I was like, why do we? It's a five syllable description for a two syllable job. You know what I'm saying? But I love it. I hate it at the same time. So it's much. such it's such an it's anime a terrible thing. name. It's like what you you had both the words there. Why did you mush them together? Well, I mean, like it feeds into that. I think that. OK. I think if you're going to take a, a you know, a beloved manga and transform it into a film, mm-hmm. you either have to say, OK, we have to take the essence of this like what people love about it and make a movie based on that and really be very quick to cut out specifics. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think the attitudes of anime and manga don't necessarily transform very well into like a Western big budget movie. Mm-hmm. But as far as, uh, you know, just looking at it, like that's such an anime thing of like guns have been outlawed. But you can have a rocket hammer. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Or you can have a thing that launches projectiles. But as long as it's not a gun, you're fine. Yeah. So Wait, they, was that a plot point in this movie that guns are outlawed? That's why everybody has swords and he has this <laughs> rocket hammer and everything. <laughs> so it's such an anime even, thing. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. When uh, they're going through the. I was during their ride on the unicycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his face is explaining the world to her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, guns have been outlawed. Anything that challenges Lollum. Wow. Because okay. the Centurions are from the factory or from Zlalem. Centurions they- didn't seem great at their job. Well, Centurions. They were very slow. They're all, the whole thing, And I also, think, like, is- there were parts where it's like, oh, Centurions, you got to stop a leader. And they kind of just, like, look at her and, like, are we going to stop her at some point? Well, they were or never what? told to stop her except for when she when came she- in with hostile intent yeah to the factory but even then they i don't know they just it shouldn't they have been better at their job and the but, centurion just like walks through the city at one point but yeah. also it, it aren't isn't there like no law in the city and they're just like yeah just the strong rule whatever well the only law i think that the centurions enforce is the the hunter killer whatever or no not hunter killer hunter oh yeah warrior. yeah see it's a bad term isn't it well hunter killer hunter like, you would have got if, it if they were like ro- that's what i would call i would call the centurions the hunter killers because they kill the hunter warriors <laughs> yeah no they're hunter warrior killers okay yeah that's right but uh yeah so they're there to do that i guess i don't know they're there to protect the factory and the factory's rules so basically it's all decided by some douchey hr guy yeah. that's what uh, Who's the main bad guy? Who? Vector? Vec? No. The other one? The yeah. You were mad he was in the movie, Cody. Like, Ed Norton? Ed Norton. Who did Ed Norton play? I was confused who was Vector and who was the person above Vector. Vector is Mahershala Ali. Um Edward Norton. Ed- Edward Norton isn't even credited in this movie, by the way. Despite oh, being in like <laughs> despite being in like three different shots and being like the arch villain that is referred to all the time. I so forgot. that's another stupid thing. I forgot he's not even credited in the movie. Oh. Which is weird. That's the weirdest thing. Even people with cameos get credited places. So I was very confused. Do by you that. think he didn't want to be credited? Knowing Ed Norton? I mean, why not? But I mean that in Insinuation was if they made the sequels, he would have been in them. So I don't know. Yeah. Ed Norton in a movie like this, that's supposed to be like kind of fun. 
It's Trevor Rodriguez. It's rated PG-13, so like the family can see it. Yeah. What? Why? Ed Norton is not the villain I want. Ed Norton. I want Ed Norton for my hard drama thingies, whatever. Well, that's one of those things where I, I don't think... need him in a goofy goggles, weird hair, steampunk or cyberpunk thing. That's not. That's really not his lane. Let me, I hear. I'm gonna look up because I wonder if it's not just that he looks a lot like the. Um, whatever guy the main villain of the series because he's the big bad of the whole manga series mm-hmm. so i think if they're like oh ed norton with some goggles like this looks like edward norton we'll get him and i i would be willing to bet that because that he wasn't supposed to take the goggles off that he was supposed to be like oh that's edward norton that's gonna be really cool for the sequel that he's the bad guy mm-hmm even though he never talks, I'm pretty sure even in the manga, he always talks through people. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the thing is, I remember you read through all the fake tri- the trivia facts. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you were, if this tracks with what you learned, because it's been a while since I've done that. This movie started out in a specific way and then Robert Rodriguez got it and he really Robert Rodriguez did. I. And really kind of he, sees like, here's the rails you guys have got, and they're wide, and they're crazy, and they're I don't know insane. I, I don't know, because it did say that he tweaked the script. Like, he was like, hey, can I condense the script a little bit? Can I, it's a pretty big vision, I just want to narrow it down, cut a few pages out of the script. I don't know if he, like, did rewrites or anything like that. I think it's still mostly... Nova. Um, Nova, all right. I'm trying to find like a picture of him from the manga. To... Robert Rodriguez. Okay. Do you want me to tell you the Robert Rodriguez story now? Yes. All right. Robert Rodriguez is a man. Okay. All right. He's Texan or Mexican or Mexitexan. I Both. forget. Three. He has family in Mexico. I know that. Yes. And I think he's like native Texas and he, because his studio is there and everything. When he was a lad, a young man, he was like, you know what I need to do? Make movies, because that would be cool. And then he was like, I want to go to film school. They were like, nah, we know you can't. Uh, I don't know if he didn't have the grades or didn't have the money or whatever. So then he's like, fine. I'm going to save up some of my own money, like $15,000, and I'm going to go to Mexico, and I'm going to shoot a movie called El Mariachi, and it's going to be great. So he made the movie. It became like a little indie success around the. Yeah, sure. I see the picture. I see that Ed Norton, I guess, could be him. But also why? Not who I would pick. Yeah. I would have, if I was going for that exact look, yeah, I would get like Steve Buscemi or something. There you go. Yeah. <gasps> he would have been so good. He have been so good. So he makes the movie El Mariachi. It kind of gets around the video circuit. And uh, it'd be really yeah, it's pretty good. So then he was like, look, I made this movie. It's pretty good. Can I get in film school now? And they're like, no, don't care even a little bit. Got a major studio deal. He got to remake El Mariachi, which was either Desperado or um, or Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I forget. I think it was Desperado anyway. So whatever studio made that was like, hey, here's like a, a contract. You can make a few movies for us, blah, blah, blah. Got a little hot. 
did a Spy Kids thing, did his Once Upon a Time in Mexico thing, did his Sin City thing, and uh, Grindhouse with Tarantino. His whole thing is that he does everything. Yeah. So he's got his own studio, does his own effects, does his own music for the movies, because he plays like bass, guitar, drums. He does a little bit of everything. He can play the synth. So like he'll make his own music. He'll do, he'll do all his own editing. He'll operate cameras. He'll direct. He'll write. He does everything. He has his own TV channel. Yeah, he does all the things. Um, anyway, so that's Robert Rodriguez. Kind of cool that he was literally just like a self-taught, self-made film dude. Good for him. I don't really like his movies, uh, but Sin City is pretty good. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm looking through his and really he's been like low key kind of absent since Sin City. Like not he hasn't done anything great. Grindhouse people like uh, he did Planet Terror and everything since then has been like not super well critically received. Things like Machete. Machete sequel to Machete sequel to Sin City, some music videos, an episode of Mandalorian. So that's what he's been up to. So I don't know. This man is everywhere and nowhere. I respect that he can do stuff. He's not for me. I don't like his movies very much. Yeah, He seems very much like the kind of guy that you really have to pair him very carefully with the right kind of property and project. Mm -hmm. And I think I honestly think this As far as like a big budget Hollywood movie, I don't think you're going to get a better adaptation than this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think just the. Because he is. Kind of known from Sin City and I think one or two other things he's done good at doing kind of like how people say Zack Snyder's good at comic books, but he's like actually good at it. Mm-hmm. And good at being like, all right, uh, you know, because deep down he is. I don't know if you know this. He's a freaking super nerd. Who is Robert Rodriguez? Sure. Like he loves manga and animes and stuff like he's all about it. And I think that leads I mean, into like that tracks and he which I think is why a lot of people like you don't like his style because he he I've heard on podcasts and stuff him talk about how he does that influences some of the stuff he does. So mm-hmm. he does live action movies with some anime styles you know like everything's a lot of color and explosions and over the top everything right you know so some people love it some people hate it so i think he was a good pick for this i think this would have been better as a tv show or just you know a different script (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i think it was just not a good way they tried to do too much, but they're like, well, if we do less, then it's not going to make sense. And it's like, look, if you just like start with not making sense and then explain everything, but don't be like she wakes up and then have like this movie. If you had to guess how long this movie takes place over, like. Start to end of the movie. How long a time period does it take place in 10 days? I would have guessed four. <laughs> I don't know the answer, but I'm betting they would probably be like it takes place over like a year or two and i'd be like in my mind four days right because this this covers like two or three books of the series yeah um so yeah i hear that this was also one of those development hell scripts where it came out in the u.s in the early 90s james cameron loved it was like i want to do it so bad 
And then he did Avatar was like, oh, I'll never get to this because now I'm only going to make Avatar movies, which is an insane thing for a director of his caliber to do. But good for him. Well, so then Robert Rodriguez was like, oh, man, I love that manga, too. Am I right? And James Cameron's like, I don't know. Do you want to do it? (laughs) And he was like, yes. So that's kind of how it happened. Basically, Jim, Jim will do anything he can to be able to spend more time exploring the ocean right <laughs> like that's why he does avatar he's like are you telling me you'll pay me billions of dollars per movie i just don't understand why it's avatar now make him why can't he make another alien movie here's why that's because his best movie so much of the character design in avatar he pulls from the ocean, ocean. so here's what i think why he said yes to this because i bet you they would be like We'll give you the Alien franchise. They probably offered it to him. They probably offer him all kinds of stuff, all kinds of studios. Mm-hmm. But he's like, wait a second. I can do a whole expedition to the ocean <sighs> and say, I have to do this for research for the movie and well, just put it on the budget of the movie. Yeah. Well, they do. Um, I think they shot. They said they shot like the longest underwater scene ever filmed. Yeah. Um, For the new Avatar movie with Kate Winslet. So. Yeah, so they're in the ocean. Yeah, they're doing it. So I think that's why he said yes, too, uh, because he could just put it all under the movie's Jim. budget. And people love that. Here's the problem. Jim's a cool dude. I've seen an interview or two with him where he's like, here's how I made Terminator. I was just a, a super nerd about cameras. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to USC and print photocopies of like technical things about using lenses and cameras and blah 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 and i learned how to make movies that way (laughs) like i spent 500 dollars printing out photocopies of books and Mm -hmm. uh now i started making movies yeah which is cool that's cool of him i think like i don't even think he collected his uh salary for titanic because they went so over budget he was like all right i just want to take my salary like yeah he's done things it was like oh you were a cool dude yeah why don't you stick to your cool movies yeah, I know he's not like because he's rich and he, so he doesn't take money a lot so that he can put more money into ocean stuff. Mm. Like anyway. he just like they're like, here's your paycheck for the movie. And he's like, cool expedition. But this movie was filmed on his special uh, 3D camera rig. It's like a 3D native movie that he he designed for filming stuff in the ocean oh. for like testing because it will do it to where they can look at a fish and tell how big it is. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So he designed that and it's super advanced and fancy and they use it for this movie. And I saw this movie in 3D. Uh It's the best 3D I have ever seen in a movie. It's ridiculous. It's like everything else. It's like it's like comparing a holographic Pokemon card to a 3D movie. All right. It's so, so much better than everything else. I just. I don't want to give money to see Avatar 2 because I'm not going to enjoy it. But I also feel like I never saw Avatar in 3D. So I owe it to myself to see this next movie in 3D. Yeah, they are better in 3D and like on an IMAX in 3D. It's the best way. to do it. I just I don't want to contribute to Jim's ocean project. That's all I want to contribute to. Oh, my gosh. All right. So let's talk about the dude with the Damascus blade. Um, he's in a couple things. He's in a few episodes, a couple episodes of Game of Thrones, and he's a villain in a couple things. He's a dude 
with real cool metal back tattoo thingies. And he's a hunter warrior. He's Francis. And he's a... Oh, that's who he is. Okay, yeah. I knew he was in Deadpool. I couldn't remember which character he was. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds famously thinks he's incredibly hot. Because he is. <laughs> um, so he's there. He's got a sword. A sword with the worst sheath I've ever seen. He's like, this sword especially made people slice through micro whatever anything. And it doesn't even have a sheath. It's it, just sort of like slice through a it, sheath Cody. thing that you stick so it hangs on your belt, but it doesn't cover the sword. It just it's it would a just loop slice to hold it. Through it Cody. What? what is that's so dangerous? Yeah. Uh anytime the thing, the sci-fi stuff, when they bring swords into the equation, they like doing the this sword has been honed to the sharpness of an atom. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Cody. Mm. Look at me. Mm-hmm. You ever dealt with a super crazy sharp knife? Maybe. What I hap- don't know. What happens when you cut stuff with it? Cuts. The knife gets dull. It chips the blade. The, th- <laughs> the more sharp a knife is. The easier it is to chip it. It chips super easily. And you're like, oh, but it's future metal. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. You don't understand future metal. That's what you don't understand. Uh, he calls... He calls the dude Meat Boy, which made me happy. Yeah, because he's Meat, meat. Boy. Because he's, he's not a cyborg. He's not a he's hard a body. Bo- oh, my goodness. They kept saying hard body, and I ha- I wanted to scream at the screen. That's not what that means. In Japan, it is, Cody. No, no. Hard body has a very different meaning. Cody, I'm from Kansas City. <laughs> We share the same, I share the same hometown as these people. Hard body is not that. How dare you? Look, I'm a hard body, you're a hard body. You know, it's always sunny. He's like, I'm a hard body, you're a hard body. Like, we should get together. You know, hard body should only be with other hard bodies. Whatever, dude. You can't just take a word that means something else and whatever. Uh, Okay. The thing is, Christoph Waltz, he's the doctor. He repairs people. Um, he's also low-key a hunter warrior. Yeah. Uh, and the or yeah, so the whole thing is he saves Alita. He puts her in the body they made for their daughter, who was dead. And so automatically Christoph Waltz is like, mm, you are my daughter now, which is fine. But when we finally get to see what happened to his daughter. I was very upset. Yeah. <laughs> because what happened is there was like a junkie who came into the house, was smashing and grabbing. All right. Grab yeah. some stuff. Christoph Waltz is like, hey, you don't you do it. And the junkie pushes over Christoph Waltz, intentionally murders his daughter who's in a wheelchair. And then Lynn's like, she wasn't in your way. <laughs> you just killed her and left. Yeah. He saw her he as didn't, another cyborg. He didn't kill. <laughs> Christoph Waltz, who was much more of a threat, and then just murdered someone in a wheelchair on his way out. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I know that when people are strung out on drugs, they don't do the most logical things. <laughs> You're gonna go out of your way to kill a person when you didn't kill the other person. Like, what what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things where I'm like, this seems like it was like a flashback once in the manga, and there was like they had 
maybe three panels to go on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, well, let's just remake that. And it's like, no, you got you to gotta change it. Because when people are moving, that it portrays it in a very different way. Whereas if it's like just three pictures of him, hey, stop that. And then the guy's face and then him seeing like his daughters there, like, what's going on, papa? And then they're like, <laughs> and then she was dead. And then it's like, all right, something happened. There was a tussle and she got killed. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like, Christoph Waltz, move aside. <laughs> murder wheelchair daughter <laughs> but then the very last shot when he's going out they try to make it be like no he just smacked her out of the way and i'm like then why did he just like shove why didn't he smack why did christoph waltz go flying into a wall i don't know because you could have had him go flying into a wall right and then just show the tipped over wheelchair because it's like oh well he could survive getting smacked in the wall right but maybe she couldn't i don't or know, maybe man. he gets smacked by the human hand and then she gets smacked by the robot hand. I don't know. You know, there was ways to do it. And they didn't do those. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I love this movie, but you're right. It's a bad movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Kean Johnson's in this movie. He plays Hugo, who is the love interest of Alita. Yeah. Here's a fun fact for you. They cast him because, and I quote, they wanted someone who looked ethnically ambiguous. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? To me, he's a white dude. Is I don't know. Were you getting something else out of that? Is he a white dude? His dad was British and his mom was American. So I don't know. Yeah, but so is Robert Rodriguez. He's American. Yep, I get that. So what are you saying? But Cody? American is an ethnicity, right? I don't know. Whatever. He's a white dude. Here's my problem with Kean Johnson. I'll tell you this right now, straight up. Why they put him in those do rags? I'm sure the do rags were in the manga, but they should have seen how bad they looked and skipped them. They should have skipped out on the do rag, or give him a headband, or just something different. The do rag was bad. His mother is half Hispanic. You fool. That's fine. That I'm- means he's one quarter Hispanic and white. Mm-hmm. The best kind of Hispanic. Yes. The purest kind. What? So you wanted Ed to be the ambiguous one? I don't know. Here's the thing. What? I just need you to look up Ed screen or whatever. <laughs> look at. Who's this? Look at him. He's he's a the guy. Zipan. What? Zapan. Just Ed screen. Screen, screen, Ed Screen. Yeah. Oh, he's, seen... he's in if Beale Street could talk is the bad police officer. That's what I remember him from. Yeah. I'm looking at him. Just look at his abs. Oh, okay. I'm not looking at that photo. Oh my gosh. I did not realize oh, he was. He's that... in the transporter reboot. Ugh. I did not realize he was that guy in Game of Thrones. I need to know. I need you to know that. Which guy? <laughs> Okay. Keep in mind, I've seen like 12% of Game of Thrones. You've seen the first season? Second. First and first. most of the last. Okay. He's in the first season, I believe. Okay. So in the last season, I don't know. You uh, you may not know. The guy that's like the head of the, the, the sun, whatever. The mercenary group that serves the Dragon Queen. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> oh. There's a 
they introduce this group. There's three dudes that head the organization. She's like, serve me. And they're like, nah. And then smash cut to this is all spoilers for the first season of Game of Thrones. But whatever, you don't you don't want to watch it anyway. Point is, he kills the other two. And then he's like, I will serve you. And then they recast him as a better actor. Uh oh, that's so he was in a total of one episode, maybe two. As a character and then got recast the next season. Wow. Would you would you look at that? And I just tell you, it was a very good decision. The guy wow. they recast, you know, they should have recast Japan as the guy they recast him with uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, it would have been great. It would have been much better. Imagine that's your career. You just replace Ed Screen. That's your whole thing. Yeah, Ed Screen comes in, he does an episode or two. They don't like him as much as that. Then I come in. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. What else? Are we, what else are we even talking about here? We're talking about the best movie of uh, the year it came out. Cody, what? When did this? Movie Here's the out? thing. They worked real hard to give Alita big eyes to to make like a photorealistic anime person. Yeah, that's what they were going for. They did it. It's weird that no one else is like that. Maybe I don't understand why just her was that way. But that's fine. Because even the other cyborgs aren't don't look like her. I don't know. It's fine. They did it. I just think the her gums are what got me. Her gums took me out of it every time. But the here's gums. the thing. After halfway through the movie, they stopped showing her gums when she smiles. And then it was better. But I was very confused why it changed also. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you I, know the gums and the top gum. You got your teeth, you got your gum, you got your lip. They showed too much gum a lot of the time. Who's that? What are we looking at? It's Edward Norton's poster in China. Yep, that sure is a... It looks like he's about to be announced as a Super Smash Brothers fighter. That's what it looks like. It's It's just just a silhouette. Just a silhouette. Is Ed Norton the new Super Smash Bros. DLC? Is that... (gasps) oh and they can do different skins you can do him as bruce banner do him from american history x do him from fight club and then that'd be so good you could have a spoilers for fight club have a secret unlockable character where it's brad pitt yes that'd be so good yeah all right i gotta i gotta get on some phone calls sakai and i gotta hash this out gotta negotiate some things yes you weren't distracted by the gums no. All right, that's fine then. I was more. I mean, they can never make a mouth move right. All right. In the in the CG. Yeah. I hear you. So she becomes a hunter warrior. She's like, look, I'll enlist the other hunter warriors. We'll go to war with someone or something. Her pitch to the hunter warriors is basically, come, look, they've they're fighting off of the work of our backs, and we can fight them, and we can beat them, and we can do it. Join me. Or I will beat you up until you join me. Yeah. All right. Try to make sure that was the pitch. That's what I. That's what happened. Is that a strong pitch? Doesn't seem like a strong pitch to me. It was not a strong pitch. It was very much a bad pitch. It was very much a. Yeah. Anyway, you know, it's not good. Here's what is good. It's comforting for me to know that cowboys still exist in 500 years. Oh, yeah. There's the dog guy, the dog hunter killer. He's got his dogs. That's how he hunts and kill hunts and warriors, hunts and wars. Uh, so that was that's comforting. Yeah, the cowboy hat and such. Yeah. 
Here's the thing. There's mountains by this city. All right. Mm. I'm from Kansas City. Yeah. Lived here most of my adult life. Mm -hmm. All of my adult life, most of my life. Mm -hmm. There's no mountains. What about Lee's Summit? It's a summit. It's kind of a hill of sorts. No, no. Okay. I'll take this back. Sort of peaks a little bit. I'll take it back. There are mountains, but they have been ground down over millions (laughs) of years. Okay. (laughs) To the where they are just very large hills. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Yeah. No, I hear you. You know, you get people from mountains, they move here and they're like, there's so many hills. And it's like, yeah, it's because the whole area is is mountains that are now real short and stubby. Mm -hmm. So they're hills now. Here's what you'd understand. If you're going to threaten someone, you have to do it in this manner. I will rip off your arm and beat you with the wet end. Loved it. I love that. The wet end, meaning the socket yeah. it'll be bloody or you know that's the wet end got to beat him with the wet end loved it it's so specific but what if i said so this? needlessly specific what if i threatened you like this what if i said i'm gonna rip off your arm and beat you with the dry end <laughs> is that more because i think that sounds crazy <laughs> because then you envision you sit there you think what is happening someone's gonna rip off my arm <laughs> Then they got to turn it around, hold the other end, and then beat me with my own hand. Or is that, what's the dry end in that instance? Is that the dry end? Uh, it was so specific. It was great. Yeah. Loved it. Because the idea, you know, if you're going to rip off somebody's hand, you would uh, hold a hand, right? And beat would. them with the wet end. That's well, what you would do. You don't need to specify that. Right. Because it would be, you grab the hand as if you were handshaking. Yeah. It's a nice grip. Then you can go on. You want to grab it like your like handshake holding their. <laughs> yeah. I went for just grabbing the wrist. The no, hand no, is in no. Fist. You got, why you else are you using the dry end if not to interlock fingers or, you know, give it a little palm grip? <laughs> interlock fingers. <laughs> <laughs> You're flopping it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to snap the wrist off. Then you got two wet ends. Then what are you going to do? Uh, okay. Just then you grab, the, the you grab the elbow and you spin it. You twirl it, yeah. you know? Like it's almost like no, a like a nun, it could be like a nunchuck, I guess. Oh, there if you, you go, grab yeah. the grab the the forearm, boom, there you go. Double yeah. wet ends, and then you don't have to question which one's the wet end. There's two wet ends. Oh yeah. There's twice that ends to beat them with. Okay, so, I'm on board now. <laughs> I don't know. Alita gets her new body. Something happens. She uncovers it. Um, it's got it's te- texture, touch sensitive. You know. All the good stuff. Yeah, it's much more. Oh, it was so. She got all her touch receptors. Oh, it's so sensitive. It just, I don't know. This this is a perfect opportunity for me to bring this up. I loved how we watched it on my TV. You know, we've talked about my new fancy TV. And I was like, if I'm going to subject you to this film, you're going to see it on the best experience we can do. Right. You, Bailey came with you. Yeah. The first thing she said when you told her, which you had not told her the movie we were watching beforehand, she yeah. thought it was a surprise. And then she know. said, I didn't realize I didn't need to be here. <laughs> yes, she said. To which you said, you never need to be here, especially when it's a Tyler movie. <laughs> which I was like, that's true. It's all true facts. <laughs> and then fast forward to talking about the touch sensitivity and the just is too much sexual uh, tension yeah uh 
she was so mad and you're like you like it though and she's like yeah <laughs> I, I here's the thing this is why ex machina is one of my favorite sci-fi films of all time okay because they address it head on they get right out of the way oscar isaac is like i know what you're thinking Yes, you can have sex with the cyborg. <laughs> he just says it. And then this movie's PG-13, which I think the manga is a little bit darker and more adult, and they like toned it back so it could, you know, be yeah. have a wider audience. And this one, they're just like, touch sensitive. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> like, I just want you to say it or not say it. We need to talk about it or not talk about it, okay? Oh, it's too much. Yeah. Here's what, <laughs> since, since, since we're on this topic here... Well, you and Bailey were both appalled and shocked and furious that they referenced her breathing, drinking, and eating. Uh-huh. When at the very beginning, when Christoph Waltz gives her the orange, he's like, you have to keep, you know, you still have to, you still have a brain that you have to uh-huh. nourish with food. Was I mad that she was eating and yes. breathing and drinking? You're like, why would she? That's. Oh, because yeah. they well, not because like she goes to swim underwater and like, don't she? I was like, she doesn't need to breathe. Yeah, because I was like, at first, I was she doesn't need she to doesn't breathe, need but to she breathe. does need to eat. But she does need to breathe because she does kind of go. But you wouldn't. She doesn't need to breathe very much. My thought, my guess is because I mean, all, if she's just getting oxygen for her brain and not for everything else, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's. I don't know. She she can hold it for a long time, and they were like, "How long could she hold her breath for?" Long time point is they there were so many things that you or bailey or both of you were frustrated by in the movie mm-hmm. that they would addre- they address like in the first 30 minutes and you're like why are they doing this an hour <laughs> and a half in and i was like they addressed it i think i think i'm justified in my rage you guys right? not paying attention to robert rodriguez's vision you're too distracted by the touch sensitivity yeah uh, here's okay fine whatever that's fine she's touch sensitive the mascus blade guy shows up again and here's what i don't understand okay so lita's about to do the rollerball thing with her new improved hard body yeah and um what's his name is like well hugo is the character's name her love interest it's like i gotta stop my crew from doing a deal from stealing some cyborg parts i don't know why but he did feel that need that gets him in a tussle with damascus blade guy and here's what i can understand damascus blade guy's like look i'm gonna frame you for murder and then it's legal for me to murder you because i'm a hunter warrior which i still didn't get because once again there are no laws i guess the hunter warriors have their code they operate by but that's it Here's okay, but that's well, there the are, point is there are laws. There's no police. The point is. He kills a man with a Damascus blade, something yeah. only he has. Yeah. And then is like, look, Hugo did it. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't because he doesn't have a Damascus blade like you. Any forensics person will be able to tell. Oh, yeah, this was cut in half with a very sharp sword. Who's a forensics person? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It just, it didn't make any, it seemed like nothing, but like, why even frame him? Just kill him. But see, here's the thing. Here's the law. He killed the other guy. There are laws. He, no, but he did kill the other dude. Yeah. Okay. So carry on. 
There are laws. Uh, there are no police to enforce them. So they got the hunter warriors. All right, here's another stupid name. Final champion. I hate it. It's the final champion. Can't just be champion? They're all, it's the champion league. I don't, the final champion. All right. Who wins the Champions League in soccer? The champion? That's stupid. Yeah. yeah. You can't be champion of the Champions League. They're all champions. That's why they're playing in the Champion League. It doesn't make any sense. The final. Who do champion. they call the champion of the Champions League? I don't know. Messi. That's what they call the champion. He's playing that one, right? Or is it Ronaldo? Who plays Champions League? Uh, the Champions League is the best teams from all the leagues in mm. the Europe area. So Messi. So, so Messi's been in it. Ronaldo's been in it. I don't Zlatan. think Messi was in it this year. Zlatan's probably going to be in it. Liverpool. Man City. Since you brought it up. Real Madrid. AC Milan. Sevilla. Atletico Madrid. That's right. Madrid has two teams. Barcelona, Barthas, as they thank call you. it. Yes, thank you, sir. All right, carry on. Since you Here's what, up. why is it Bartha? Because Bar-the-lona. Yeah. But then they abbreviate it Bartha. So they skip all... Barce, then they go to Barca. So what's that? That doesn't make sense. That's how you abbreviate things. I feel like you're if you, if you could answer another question for me, yeah. you'll find the answer. Carry on. Why is Dick short for Richard? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. Since you brought it up. Uh-huh. This line is cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be done. And then the, with some American team was like, you want to come play for LA us? For Galaxy. Yeah, they're like, hey, come do the Beckham thing. Come here and absolutely dominate the league. He's like, all right, I can yeah, do like, that. Nah. It's so funny, too, because like Galaxy, they're like a decent team and all. But basically, it was like whenever Zlatan was like, I'm just going to score now. Is that cool? <laughs> and they're like, all right, you can score a hat trick, I guess. Anyway, and then. Yeah, he was like winding on his career, goes to Galaxy, and then they're like, do you want to go back and play for AC Milan again? He's like, all right, and then dominates again in the Italian league. What's it? Here's the thing. He's an animal. Like, he's not as good as Ronaldo and Messi, because no one is, because they're like the two best. But he is still here, and he keeps, he's a beast. Yeah. He's a man among boys. He's like 39 years old or something, and he's playing top level leagues and he refers to himself in the third person Zlatan <laughs> uh, I think he is you know I love I think he could be just as good as them I think he has more fun with the game than they do oh yeah I mean his goals are incredible he scores incredible goals I've seen him in a professional game in Europe do the thing where you like do the flip pick up the ball with your feet and flick it into the goal uh-huh. and score a goal that way oh uh, yeah he's done monster headers he's done scorpion kick goals like he'll do crazy volleys from like way outside the penalty area you're like who are you i don't understand let's get him in the sequel to alita <laughs> oh if it was yeah. starring him as zlatan, as zlatan. <laughs> he can't the immortal being that is zlatan <laughs> he comes this is how we do it. We frame it. They're like, how did you get here? What are you? He's like, well, Sporting KC wanted me to play for him. So I did. And then they made me immortal. And now we're here. 
Soccer hasn't been played in 300 years, but I'm just chilling <laughs> up here. Oh, he could be the good guy from Zlalem. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. There's nobody up in Zlalem. It's just that one guy. <laughs> it's just that one dude chilling up there. I know they're like, we're from Zlalem. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. That's the other thing is the end. He's like. Marshall is like, yeah, nobody goes to Slalom. I mean, I'll send him there, but as body parts for Slalom <laughs> like, to be is like, oh, her sucks. eyes were still moving. She was yeah, somewhere. yeah. How you how can you just do that to Jennifer Connelly? She's a treasure. OK, fun fact about this movie. Yeah, there are five people in this movie with supporting actor Oscar nominations. Three people with wins. Marshall Ali has won twice from this movie. <laughs> No. Oh, I dare you. Jennifer Colony's one. Christopher Waltz is one. Waltz is one, too. And uh, Mahershala Ali is one, too. Also, this movie has two different Bond villains because Christoph Waltz is Inspector and uh, the Asian guy. I'm going to mess up his name. Is in Die Another Day. As a Bond villain. So pretty fun. We're having a, it is a good cast. Like all in all, there are some really good actors in this. His name is Rick Yoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's in Die Another Day in Fast and the Furious. That's Johnny Tran. <gasps> Olympus has fallen. A Nick Cage 2020 movie called Jiu Jitsu with a 27 tomato meter. Anyway, there, it is a good cast. Yeah. It's a good cast. They had a lot of money. She I slices think- a tear with her Damascus blade. I was so upset when she didn't get the Damascus blade sooner. She confronts that guy like six different times and she always gets the blade from him, kicks him into a wall, throws the blade back at him. And then finally at the end, she's like, eyes is mine now. I'm like, yeah, it should have been yours the whole time. And that would have been stealing. She you know, would have been against the law, Cody. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Here's the thing. This is very similar. It's almost like their law system is like dread, except dreads like what if the cops were like? They just had to like judge and kill people right there. And then and then this is like, what if we just had. Like. Bad guys as the bounty hunters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's the dog lover. He's not a bad guy. No. His line his one line. Oh, he wasn't a dog lover. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so is this guy just kind of anytime somebody's like, oh, I don't really like dogs that much. He's like, oh, no, I will kill you. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, that's his. Uh, that's his code. Mm-hmm. He only goes after dog haters. When he said that, I don't know if you noticed, I did give you a side eye because you wanted to bring your dog into my home. <sighs> yeah. I said no. Mm-hmm. And everyone was upset about it, including my wife. Mm-hmm. who wanted Bindi to snuggle her during the movie. Yeah, of course. That's what we all that's all that's what we all want. That's all we ever needed. Um so I mean that that's the movie. I've I've, I've my my fun facts are up next, but did, did I miss anything big? No, I mean the movie is just the movie is it feels like six books condensed into a 2-hour movie. It is nowhere near enough movie to explain the world yeah but the first you could tell from this the first book was probably so boring mm-hmm. yeah because that- i bet that first book that culminates huh. in them finding and killing the people who are killing the girls 
So it starts off with a much smaller little mystery thing, which I, what do you think? Okay. If Gruishka was the main villain, right. Where it's like, that's what it culminates in is that head off in the alley Mm -hmm. or head off face off face off in the alley. Face and off starring Nick Cage and yeah. John Travolta. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Our, our minds are face one. off. We can switch off. our faces. Have you no seen that scene? Know. I've only heard the audio of it. There's a scene where it's like the whole thing is he can switch his face. That's the technology. So there's like a two minute scene of him going face off and it switches John Travolta's face. Face off. And then his face switches to Nick Cage and he does it for like two whole minutes. Just saying face off over and over again. Uh-huh. It's like the ultimate, you know, they got to say the title of the movie. Yeah, they do in this movie. They, every good movie says the title in the movie at some point. Face Off goes hard for two whole minutes just saying the title over and over again. That's, that's why it's the greatest film ever made. Yeah. Carry on. You were talking about, oh, you were saying, what if Grishka, that was like the main, the final battle sequence. Yeah. That was the peak. You have like small little like references to like, they'll be like, oh, that's Vector. But he's so far above what we're dealing with right now. I mean, if this it, was like a six to eight episode miniseries, hour long episodes, yeah, I think I think it could be pretty good. I mean, even if it was like an hour and a half long movie, yeah, where it's like that was the thing, and then it's yeah. like we plan to make more. We could have we seen referenced- so much more because Alita essentially wakes up and doesn't know anything about anything. She's like, "What yeah. is the world? I'm going to bite into this orange and take the peel off." Classic. And she's the orange. Not the peel. She's like, "Oh, it's pretty good." Then she's the chocolate. And she's like, "Chocolate," you know. Yeah chocolate you know it's that moment yeah i could have i could have had 10 more minutes of her trying things you know yeah we could have had that movie for learning to be a girl a woman a yeah. human whatever yeah. we could have her learn more about the rollerball we could get more with her with christoph waltz yeah but we would have done all that yeah probably i don't know yeah this was supposed to be made into three movies fingers crossed they were gonna do three movies instead we're getting five avatar movies and uh, this one wasn't that good and we're not doing it anymore. Yeah, I can see this becoming in like five to ten years. It Netflix will buy the rights and do an anime series on it. And it'll yeah. be so much better than this movie. I do feel like I would enjoy this more as an animated feature because it's also it is a little uncanny to put Alita next. Like I said, in. They didn't mangify anyone else. It's just Alita. Yeah. Even the other cyborgs aren't really mangified. She's yeah, the only one with yeah. the giant eyes and the proportions. So it's like you went all in to get one person mangified, but then it, the contrast makes it look so much different. Yeah. You which know? the only other time they do it is on her like trainer person, which they do it, but they put maybe 10% of the effort into it. So yeah. she looks wrong. Also, that's they, a wig she's wearing the whole time. The actress? No, I'm saying the because he when he recovers her, she doesn't have hair. Yeah. You didn't think about that at all, did you? I don't know. I figured out who the her trainer is, though, in her flashbacks. Tell me. Did you figure it out? No. Once again, it's very strange she's not credited in the movie. She has multiple lines. I don't know why she isn't credited Ed Norton. It's Michelle Rodriguez. <gasps> who, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I just realized they might be related. Anyway. <laughs> are, yeah. No way. I don't know she's in. Are. She's in Machete. Yeah. Which is she's another also in Fast one of Furious. his movies. And she's in Fast... Yeah, she's best known, I'm sure, for Fast and Furious. But she's in Machete. 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 Yes. And uh, anyway, so she's in this. It's kind of like, you know, Rob Rodriguez was the Antonio Banderas guy. They were partners for like Chris Nolan is with Michael Caine. Yeah. Antonio Banderas is in like most of his movies at some point for a long time. So it was Michelle Rodriguez. 
Okay. Um, here's some fun facts for you. We already talked about the manga series is Battle Angel Alita. Um, the producer, John Landau, who produces like all of James Cameron's stuff, I guess. It's like, all right, we're going to have to call it Alita Battle Angel because Jim only does TNA movies. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, it means that most of his movies start with an A or a T in the title. Aliens, Terminator, Abyss, Avatar, True Lies, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that they changed it, that's so stupid. It's a stupid, it's a stupid reason. Yeah. But what matters is there's a reason. Okay. <laughs> Cody. Come on. How good is that? I. I've stumbled on another fact about Rod, about uh, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby R. The, I don't believe they are related. I think they just have a very common Hispanic last name. That that tracks. But you know who he is related to? Yeah. Danny Trejo. I didn't know that. They're, they're, they're second cousins. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Mind blowing. This changes everything. everything. Yep. There was the world before this moment and then the world (laughs) after this moment. Danny Danny Trejo is a treasure. He is. Here's why. He'll do anything. For anyone. If there's like a film student who's like, we we are doing like a three hour shoot on Saturday. We'd love to have you do it. He's like, all right, pay me 50 bucks. (laughs) Like, he'll just do it. Yeah. He's a good dude. And then they're like, we don't have the 50 bucks. Is that cool? And he's like, yeah, you know what? Here's 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a cool dude. Um. I've told you my favorite interview with him was like the when they asked, you know, all these other cool, hard dudes do their own stunts and everything. You know, have you ever thought about it? And he's like, no, that's a douche move, Mm -hmm. because if I fall and jack up my face, everybody's fired, which is funny, too, because Danny Trejo, his face could not get more jacked up. I anyway. think he's more like if I no break no my arm I, I get what you're saying yeah but yeah you can, think, you can really put the production in jeopardy if you get injured doing your yeah own stunts. I think that's the example he gave he's like if I break my arm it shuts production down and everybody's out of a job oh yeah for sure so I'll let the do du- I'll let this other team of dudes have a job so that I mm-hmm. don't get hurt so that everyone keeps yep. working uh let's see this is the first Robert Rodriguez movie since Spy Kids where he didn't do everything. Where he didn't do music, camera operating, directing, writing, everything. So, and that was like 16 years before this came out. So, yeah. it's an interesting one. You know who else screen tested for Alita Battle Angel? Tell me. Zendaya and Bella Thorne, which is weird. Now, let me tell you about Bella Thorne. Yeah. Because it's a hard, hard person to explain. Child actress. Okay. She was in a Disney show with Zendaya called Shake It Up. And then she did music. Then she directed her own adult film. And now I think she's doing music and she's all over the social medias. She's everywhere. But doing everything. Oh, her Wikipedia is like has been given many awards like a. Teen actor choice of the year award and. uh, uh, Vague pop star award that isn't a grammy it's like okay so she's anyway so yeah she's her, a, her name came up with in another movie that i was looking up for some for one of our i think i was going to add it to the list or something mm-hmm. and i was like Thorn, that 
isn't she the girl that gets naked on Instagram sometimes <laughs> or what? Like, uh-huh. I'm like, I know she exists. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, is oh, yeah. she famous no, she, for taking her clothes off? No, she's famous for being a child actress and then later on taking her clothes off. So there you go. That's it. She's done everything as well. They both screen tested and uh, they didn't get it. My thing is, it doesn't even matter who you screen test for it because they CG the main actress who plays Alita beyond recognition. Like when I saw the actress who plays her, I was like, you look nothing like Alita. But Alita. I mean, they don't. It's not like they put a face over her face. They just edited her face. They made her no. They basically did what that the cartoon end, thing made is going around. Bigger, no smaller. It's just that mouth smaller. I get it. I get it. Um, but I mean, it's her. It face could have been a golem thing too, or just like ah, we just. It's the same thing, right? That's not Andy Serkis' face, but it's based on his expressions. But it doesn't really yeah. look like Andy Serkis. I mean, it does. This it looks doesn't. a lot more like her than. I actually think Gollum looks more like Andy Serkis than this looks like the actress. They look very similar. Like I would have watching this, I would have been like, I mean, we don't really even need to mess with her face, do we? She already has like big old eyes and looks seven, but she's twenty. You know, mm-hmm. she's getting the look down. Yeah, I would have been like, maybe just make her eyes bigger if you want that effect, but just enough so you're like, are they bigger? Because they do that in some movies, like they big eyes. Go a little bit. Uh huh. Christoph Waltz is also in Big Eyes. <gasps> move with people with big eyes. Oh, see, you seeing that? No. Where's Where's pretty good? His only movie that's out or right now that I want to see is Wrath of Man, and I hate myself for not seeing oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know me, I love Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. I love the highest movie. I don't even know what it's about. I just know it's there's Guy gonna be somebody Ritchie. explaining it. They're going to go through the whole explanation. Someone's going to be like, no, that's stupid. We're going to do it like this. And then they're going to explain it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's good. I didn't even click this. Alita is a Spanish word. Did you know that? I did. I learned it moments before you did. I'm sure it's uh means little wing, whatever, because Allah's wing. You do the each time you make a cute little wing, whatever. Yes. Authentically ambiguous guy. Um, that's all my fun facts. That's it. That's all of it. There's so much though, Cody. There's there are of, 45 fun facts. I mean, but I gave you the I gave you just the highlights, the cream of the crop, the aliens, you know? Yeah. This is the biggest budget movie Roger or Robert oh, yeah. Rodriguez. That's true. Gotten. Like by, by a mile. By a good bit. This was like a couple hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, it was about 200 million, I think. What did it make? I'm just looking it up right yeah, now. Yeah, you knew I was going to ask. You know, I can't not ask. What do you, okay, so what do you think? I don't know. 325, 350 million? It made 405 million. Ah, all so right. it was a successful film. Even if you, because sometimes, you know, they've got the budget and sometimes they, the budget is like including the marketing and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. So even if that doesn't and it was 400 million. It made money back, and I wonder. It was pretty heavily marketed, though. I feel like. Oh yeah. So I wonder. I wonder how much they actually recouped. I wonder why it didn't do better because I, I feel like this is the kind of movie you would really pitch hard in China and it would do well. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's not enough action for them to because like, they like the big, explosion action movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Rollerball. Uh, they do. What's it? What do they call in this movie? Battle ball. I think they call it 
They call it um, motorball. Motorball. Basically, but it sounds like murder ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Basically, it's just if you ever seen the movie Rollerball, it's exactly what this game is and exactly what the sequences are. Yeah. They were just Which, like, yeah, let's just do Rollerball. Did you see the thing about how he the second sequence with Rollerball where he modeled like there's the way that it is in the manga and I think the way they wanted to do it and then he changed it to be like no let's look good at more like NASCAR so oh yeah I did see something about that model it after like the shots you get in NASCAR and stuff uh-huh. so they would be easier to shoot and yeah look a little cleaner I did think it was funny when she goes in you know Christoph Waltz is like never get involved with motorball is that what it's called yeah motorball never get involved look at it it's barbaric then she goes and watches and people get their heads smashed in and like lose their limbs, whatever. Then she goes to join her first game. She's like, all right, guys, take it easy. I missed my first time. And everyone's like brandishing weapons at her. And Grandma's like, what are you? Aren't you a battle bot? Aren't are you not registering the threat here? Christoph Waltz has to be like, they're all going to kill. They're going to kill you. Who? All of them. They're, look at them. They're brandishing. They're coming for you. I've read further into the profitability of the film. Okay. So it's break even point mm-hmm. is somewhere between 350 and 500 million. Uh, so nobody's quite sure. Did it actually make a profit or did it lose so money? It probably just broke even then. Yeah. That's probably why they didn't yeah. make more. Cause if it even made 50 million, they probably would have been like, all right, we can make another one and right. Do something with it. But Jim Cameron, I think if I would have been interested to see this his version of this movie. I think actually. it would have been a I think there would have been a lot less substance to it. I think the world would have been a lot less interesting. I think it would have been less true to the manga, but it would have been a more successful movie. Yeah. Like I think he would have been better at making it a successful movie. And Robert Rodriguez is like, here's the manga. Here's a movie based mm-hmm. on it. And everybody's like, that looks dumb and I'm confused. He like even watching it. I feel like this is a movie made for people who like the manga because they're like, oh, this guy's here. And you can tell you're supposed to be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. It's like, I don't yep. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know, man. I watched it. You I did. I will not watch it again. We're going to watch it right now. Mm-mm. Right Mm-mm. now. I'll close my eyes. Get the thing from clockwork orange oh uh, yeah hold your eyes open no no spritz you <laughs> i mean i can i could go for a spritz you know just, i'll get tiffany's spray bottle for watering plants i'll spray you spray in the eyeballs so they don't mm. dry out and fall out of your head so i have been forgetting did you have any more final thoughts on the film any more feelings no i wouldn't recommend it really i would recommend it if you want to show off like an oled tv certain sequences or if it's one of those ones where it's like if you're a fan of this thing you might like it i'm not sure i haven't heard much from fans of it but it's one of those two like it is a bad movie but because there's so much money behind it and there is a lot that looks good about it it's a pretty it's not it's not such a train wreck of a disaster that it's just like fun to watch as a bad movie it's just it's in that middle ground where it's like well it's not bad enough just to be like delightful hot garbage and it's not good enough to like be able to genuinely enjoy it so just it it's very much like avatar the first one mm-hmm. where there's just yeah yeah there's not it's so so much money and skill into the making of it mm-hmm. 
but there's just some fundamental stuff that's not good. Yeah. Also, do you think it suffered because Robert Rodriguez is like, we film everything in Austin and everybody there is like, I kind of do this professionally and I mm. bartend at a local coffee shop. Yeah, I don't know. I, I saw that there's like a lot of the people from Avatar worked on this. They're like, hey, pause your work on Avatar 2, 3, 4 and 5 and uh, let's work on Alita for a while. So like he got the and I've heard it was like a good one of the trivia was like, I know it was like a good experience. They like working together. So I don't know. I don't know, but I do know, I mean, you know, those people working out of L.A. versus Robert's crew in Texas. So I don't know. So I, I've been forgetting to do this, but I have to link this to Stop. Dracula Untold. Yeah, it's a boring link. There's only one thing to connect the two. It is. Uh, Christoph Waltz and Luke Evans are the link here because they were both in Three Musketeers. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's Christoph Waltz's Three Musketeers? I haven't seen Three Musketeers. The Disney one? Yes, because that's the one Luke Evans is in, right? I don't know. I didn't see that. Here, I'll answer. I'll answer your question, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> uh, is that the 2011 movie? Christoph Waltz. Are you gonna? Here's my question. Are you gonna know? Rick Rickelio. Do you know who that is? Mm. Hmm. I know D'Artagnan is one of them. Yeah, that's Logan Lerman. That's all I got. Yeah, he's a he's one of not the three musketeers. Does that How surprise Orlando Bloom in the three musketeers and he's not one of the three musketeers because Matt's Mickelson's in Luke it? Evans is in the three musketeers. Oh, yeah. And as I've said, he is the hotter, cheaper Orlando Bloom. Oh, I forgot that. I didn't realize Three Musketeers were directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Why did they think that was a good idea? It's one of those Hold movies on. I've never seen, but it the man ticks all made boxes. Mortal Kombat and a lot of Resident Evil movies. So I thought many. was it not a Disney production? It's, I thought it is it. It's Disney. I don't know why I thought. I, or did Disney do one in the nineties? Yes. Whose idea was it to give it to Paul W.S. Anderson? I don't know. It's one of those ones where I'm looking at the box office and the budget and I'm like, did this make money? Do you want to hear a quote from the movie? Yes. D'Artagnan, enjoying the show? Constance, are you always this cocky? D'Artagnan, only on Tuesdays and whenever beautiful women are involved. Constance, so you think I'm beautiful? D'Artagnan, actually, it's Tuesday. Burn! In your face, Constance. That was in the trailer. I remember oh. wanting to see the movie based on that line. Now that you've said it, I remember that so well. Oh, actually, it's Tuesday. <gasps> it's actually it's a famous line, Cody. Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't know. Here's the thing. Are you ready for the machine? Yeah, I'm ready. Say it with me, Cody. Do, Do the, the thing. No, you're not going to be happy about this. Tell one. me. I Frankenstein. Also uh, based on a, actually not based on a manga, based on a comic book. Uh, is that the Harvey Dent one? <laughs> is that yes. Uh, in answer to your question, yes, it is. Aaron Eckhart. Is that his name? Uh, maybe. I don't know many facts. Is it Aaron Eckhart and Daniel Radcliffe? Is that it? Is Daniel Radcliffe in it? 
I thought. Am I thinking? Or no? There was there. Is there? Is that a Victor Frankenstein movie? That's Victor Frankenstein. That has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Oh, Bill Nye though. Oh, Bill Nigby. <laughs> there it is. It nailed it. Wow. Well, this is going to be a, a little treat for us. <laughs> oh. I'm going to, I'm going to. It's going to be a bad one for me. You know it. I don't remember exactly how bad it's this movie gonna is. It's going to be a, I, it's going to be a bad one. You're going to love it though. Because it's basically um, Van Helsing, right? Uh, Yeah. It's like Van Helsing, but instead of Van Helsing, it's Frankenstein. Yeah. All right. Frankenstein's monster. No, or is, or is it Victor Frankenstein? It's Frankenstein. He is Frankenstein's monster. So. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time for all of us. Really? Uh, That's what I'm trying to tell you. But, you know, we'll deal with that next time. Well, thanks for listening. Tell people about us. You know what? I'm looking at your, your knickknacks. One of your Funko Pop guys looks exactly like Ed Norton in this movie. <laughs> With the white hair. Oh, that's uh, Doc Brown. <laughs> that's exactly the picture you showed me on your phone earlier of who that character looks like. So yeah. That's fun. They should have got that guy to do it. Yeah. Okay. We're on wherever you have, whatever, podcasts. We are now officially a meme machine. So oh, yeah. you can find those on social media. Add Opinion Havers, Twitter, Insta, Facebook. Did you do both of our memes for Cruella? Cruella, there's diff, uh, there's three versions. <laughs> there's the Facebook one, a Twitter one, and then a total different take in Insta. So I mean, if you if you're enjoying the memes, where hey, look at them. Yeah, Cody, he smacked down my meme, and he's like, "No, I made a better one because you." I totally forgot. Well, here's what happened. I have a folder called Dank Memes, and that's where I put the memes. And that one wasn't in there. I was like, oh, we forgot to make one for Cruella. And then I went on about my day. We crafted a new meme. You helped me with it. Yeah. And then uh, I, I found the other meme. You said, I was like, whoops, my B. Yeah. I was sitting there the whole time thinking, I mean, the one I made earlier is better. Stop. But I'm here, I guess. I'm but you got to do the timely form. There was a, that was the format of the week, you know? Yeah. But I the mean, one I, I did was timeless. No, you're true. Look. They're both there. Also, I'm trying to figure out the formatting and the pixelation. So some of I'm figuring it out. Get off my back. I know no one said anything about it, but I hurt. I hurt because sometimes they don't look as good because I crop them wrong or that they didn't port over. Look, the quality wasn't what I wanted. And it hurts me. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. Why is there a sticker on that jug? I don't understand it. Because I ordered it's it's from BJ's restaurant. I can see that. Why is there? Don't you want to get a sticker was, off of it? I do, but I haven't taken it off. You're the peanut butter trick. Works like a charm. Point is, it you know, it's from BJ's brew house. Why? Because they got good chicken. I have thoughts about BJ's. <laughs> I bet you do. I like the root beer. Their menu's too big.
can't nobody do that much.